Talking Tesla. Talking Tesla. Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator. They put rings on Elon. It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm. I don't really need to touch the steering wheel there, Tom. Oh, I'm sure there's some math. So SpaceX, <laughs> here's the deal. Um, landing a rocket on a drone ship is key. Charger, 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 <laughs> charger. How am I expected to drive a car without autopilot? Safety. Charger, charger, charger. <laughs> now, I'm not a good parker, Tom. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. I just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. All the other cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car. You don't even have to I remember that. You've got a Model X. I have seen the future, and it is light pole charging. No, I wouldn't call it a screw-up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful. All right, people. Episode 113, about to get lit up in this thing. We have a special guest today, Robert. Yes, we do. We do. This guy. Is it Elon Musk? No, it's not Elon Musk. This guy. Is it, is it J.B. Straubel? He's been on the show before, so that's a hint. Not Franz Holshausen. N- no, not no. Franz Holshausen. Not J.B. Strollmeyer. Not oh, don't Jimbo Fisher. Not Fisher. Elon, the South African uh, dreamboat Musk. Then who is it? It's you, oh, Mel. Did you're, you see me just first? You're gone, and yeah. now you're back. So two yeah. weeks. So yeah. he two weeks yeah. ago he yeah. sent us messages. This is it. It's over. I'm never. I can't deal with you people anymore. I hate we you. do the show yeah. for two weeks. He doesn't we like get it. amazing positive feedback yes. on the work we're doing without him. People yes. sought us and, out, and he just he can't handle it. I can't he handle has it. to come back. What's up, ladies and me. gentlemen? One Doctor Mel Herbert in the house. Thank you. Now, Thank Mel. You. Thank you. We had recently this week's been a big, very exciting week. Yeah. yeah. I managed to stream for one and a half hours straight using nothing but a telephone. Yes. How did your stream go? Not so well. <laughs> <laughs> for the many hundreds of people who watched the cluster that was my stream, I'm sorry. <laughs> You are now experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> so let me tell you what happened. Uh, Don't tell us about your stream. We want to know how your show went. Uh, the show was crap. <laughs> Good one. Woo! That uh, was a play on words about your urine. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that. See, I'm, I'm out of practice. I forgot the uh, maturity level. And he's just gone down. I'm just, I forgot oh. this is a show for four-year-olds. So obviously now you're spending like an extra 12 hours a week with your wife and she's civilized you? Is that what's happening? Something, something like that. Something to that extent. Yeah, the stream was a bit of a cluster because uh, I was trying to do it by myself. Uh-huh. I was trying to bring a couple of cameras mm-hmm. and a laptop. And then their stream kept going down, yeah. which was like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. I, and, oh, it was a whole so cluster. I watched your stream uh, after the fact, yeah. and uh, it was terrible. Really, not very I well the executed video quality at all. Was good. The, yeah, the video call is good. Did you see the part near the end where he just left? He went. He's like, hold on. Like when this is what happened. Yeah. They finished the semi event. Did you see? That? I just the, took the off. Semis, <laughs> the semis walked. The semis drove away, right. and then one of them backed in, and then the road. Remember the right. roadster came out of yeah, the back of one of them. You were standing right yeah, there yeah, yeah. at that point in the stream. Mel just left the camera <laughs> and walked away and left it running for like four more minutes. I was this like, is oh my why, God. This is why we have no referrals and every <laughs> single other person mm, that we talk to. That is an issue. We had uh, all kinds of referrals. Yeah. Like we got taken. The only reason the two of, okay, 
we started this whole thing. We were literally the first, the first Tesla podcast, podcast yeah. right? It's true. And there weren't and good, now yeah. Yeah. we have to be invited by amazing individuals. You know what who that means? Take pity us, on us. Who take pity, take pity, on, pity us on us to get us into the event. Wow. So I was a guest of one Sean Mitchell who has a lovely YouTube account. Yes. Has had lots and lots of reservations so many yes. that he is able to go to any event that he wants to lovely human being very like, we had a lovely evening scooped together. up all the tesla buyers in colorado you were invited by a guy not even from this country no he's from the country we can't still get straight because <laughs> i can't remember if is he from the netherlands holland belgium he's from belgium luxembourg yeah, he's they're all, the same, they're all the same country. And Wild. I didn't even and, and I'm walking with him. We're at SpaceX. Yes. And I'm talking to him. Lovely, lovely guy. And I'm like, so That's Stephen Peters. Yeah, Stephen Peters, e's, right? right? And I'm like, yeah. how did you get uh, your invitation? And right. he's like, oh, through referrals. He's right. I've had all kinds of he's referrals. He's got a YouTube channel as YouTube well. YouTube channel, three power walls. Yeah. And then I was he's like, I'm the <laughs> three guy. Power walls. He does. He's earned three power walls. Stephen, three power walls, Peters. Three power walls. Yeah. And and I'm talking to him. Turns out He's the world record holder at one point for driving a Tesla the farthest. I, right. I'm like an idiot. I don't know who these people are. Well, actually, I think we covered that on the show one week, <laughs> but maybe you didn't listen. No, I he's, know. he's famous simply because he doesn't have to urinate. That doesn't make him good. <laughs> so this is what happens. We go to this event. Yes. It's the Tesla a Tesla semi-truck event. It's a it last week. Did you, you know went... I was streaming? But that's what no, I didn't know. I didn't the whole know. entire time I'm on our Twitter account, <laughs> talking Tesla's Twitter account, <laughs> and I'm like... I didn't even know you could stream to Twitter. It's, I didn't know. It's, it's the Periscope. You know, I didn't either until Tom told me. Right. We're so really I, up to date on our technology. We're walking, I'm walking around. I'm like, I, I turned on the Twitter to tweet, and I'm like, wait, wait oh, a second. I can go live? So I went live. You know how many people were just chatting at one point? Four. No, there were 800, 900 people at one point just in my chat. That thing's had 35,000 views. Why was I having seven computers and internet connection and killing myself I'm when walking I could have around used with my, my phone. phone? People are concerned that I'm running out of power. I have no, like, the most ironic thing ever. I'm at a Tesla event. Yeah, no And my issue is battery is going yeah. out. Like, I had, you have range anxiety that whole evening? Stream anxiety. Stream anxiety, yeah. Uh, I'm like, should I stop now so I have more power later? Did you but, do it all off of Tesla's account and their Wi-Fi? No, I was, I was streaming. So I was streaming data. completely via my data. cellular. I haven't uh, even looked at how much data I used. Mel, for sure, is going to be getting a bill from million me. Because I don't have unlimited data. I have simple, I'm a simple man with a shared simple. data plan. So if I get uh, dinged for extra data, you, Mr. Emergency Medicine Doctor guy, get the you're, bill. you're paying the bill. So let's get to it then, ladies and gentlemen. Tell wow. some more. So Fire this week. You, Fire. You, you two went to the event because you had some friends that took you. 22 well, hours before the event, 22 hours before the event, I get an email from Tesla inviting me. Oh. From I Tesla? I don't know why. Yeah, why? From Tesla. Don't no. know. That Somebody don't sent you a... A it's hello? from Tesla, and it says it you. you've been yeah, it comes it's not from forwarded. Tesla. It doesn't matter. It comes from Tesla because the people who invited, I got the same email. Oh. We should call that person out. And came let from them Tesla. Know. So but whoever it, doesn't it was, it's it it's doesn't matter. Tesla. It does. That's not how it works. That that person had an invitation. Unless put your email address in and had Tesla invite you. We don't unless, know who it was. Unless Tesla is actually. Beginning to no. understand no. here no. that talking Tesla no. is a 
a force. Absolutely not. It's a uh-huh. force for good. No. I know they sent us a, like, not a cease and desist, but a pretty serious uh, little letter thing in our invitation to SpaceX that said, you will not say anything, no social media, anything. I wasn't at SpaceX. I don't even know what you're talking about. Right, exactly. We won't talk about that so until us, later. Tell us about the event. Before we start, we've got all the Elon's audio uh, here, and we're going to t- chat about all the things that he talked about. Uh-huh. Tell us about the shardies. Tell us about the sliders. Tell us about the excitement. Tell us what went down at the event for those of us that couldn't go because we're not special enough. Go. So I don't know what you want to know. I can tell you everything from, like, the parking to the shuttle situation. So before, we've been <laughs> we've been to events. There's so, But this time, VIP entrance, one side, you could drive over there and oh, park at the supercharger hello. if you were the... A VIP person. So right. you entered through the back where the uh, the Hyperloop uh, situation is on that street. Right. There was a From VIP entrance. Jack North. Me and Sean, drive. however, were not VIPs. We pulled into the Lowe's parking lot, which is SpaceX Overflow parking, yeah. right? And they had all this shuttle. Very nicely set up situation. Shuttle buses, not electric. Diesel, bad Smelly, boys yeah. going on. They drove us literally through. 13 feet to the other side ah, of the street and let us out. Excellent. Actually, the cops were hanging out there on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on I think it's Hawthorne Prairie. It's, no, it's Space That's, Road it's or Hawthorne. something like that. Anyway, they're stopping traffic so the minibuses can cross the yeah. road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like impressive. the X event. They had all these buses and yeah. um, the, most of us went, I don't think so. We yeah. just walked. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't walk across. But once we, as soon as we got off the shuttle, I took Sean on a little tour. I took him over to see the rocket. Right. Because he wanted to see the rocket. And I said, I know where the rocket is. And this I know. This is the first Falcon 9 to come back down and right, he right. relaunched. The stage one, as it were. Stage one. And it's sitting over there. And then I we on walked the over to the Hyperloop. And on our way to the Hyperloop, we ran into a white Model 3 uh, sitting in a parking lot. Hello. And we spent, oh, 15, 20 minutes looking at it, checking fit and finish. I hugged it at one point. I, I think bet you Sean, did more than that. I think I didn't. Sean has like probably mm. video of it. I don't know what you're referring to. The kissing. But I looked the in cuddling. And, 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 uh, and I tweeted out, oh, can this one be mine? You know, the typical Tom <laughs> hilarity <laughs> and hijinks. And then we walked over to the pot. And then we walked through the VIP entrance. Yes. And just wandered through that whole area, and then they wouldn't let us actually. We didn't have the right uh, barcode, QR code, to uh, get into the VIP entrance, so we had to walk all the way back around. So we finally get in, and the first thing I do is I text you because I was like, I got to see my friend Robert because we got to do this thing together. The two of us have to be together during this environmental situation. And me and Sean went and got a drink with Robert. Sean and I. Sean and I went and got a drink with Robert. Not Sean the sheep, Robert, but Sean and Robert I. Robert had a tequila. I did. They had Hornitos. It wasn't bad. Blanco, not Respot. Reposado. Reposado, correct. Right, he got a Blanco. So I got, got a gin and tonic because well, that's what I do at these events. I know, you, know? you do. I'm aware. You, you know where the bar is because they had a projected- Where all the people are. It's proje- usually how it No, there were a lot that of people. That is accurate. There, projected silhouette of the, of the Tesla semi on the wall above mm-hmm. the bar. Uh, yeah. So we're in an area. It's got fake shrubbery all around it. What type like, of shrubbery? Like they usually do, like the fake. shrubbery, right? Yeah. And you're like, which one of these doors is going to open and get us into the hunger? The hanger is what other- people might call Hunger. it so we're hanging out there's no food anywhere what there's, not there's a no, shoddy not, or there, a slider well, a shoddy but no sliders there's no food anywhere no fries the, no nothing in this area absolutely zero things actually they were passing stuff around you got a little 
Rice I was like, thing. I would call that so little as to not be existing. Yeah, right? I ate like, before I got there, so I could focus. Right, focus on the anywho. Tech I got a Tesla. little piece of cucumber with a little piece of ahi. That was it. I it was like jackals though to get that one piece of thing. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. So I'm interviewing folks. Me and Robert talked to Robert Ben. And Robert and I. God, is this going to keep going the whole time? Robert and I. Uh, Robert spotted Ben, ben of, of the Teslanomics. Free Roadster. Yes. Well, I'm I just going to call ask. him Ben of the Free Roadster. I'm not going to call him Teslanomics, but it's Ben from Teslanomics. And we go and talk to him. And I'm on the stream at this point. I'm live streaming to the Twitter. Yes. And so he's he's there and he's got camera setups and another camera guy and I just got a phone. I'm like coldly unprepared, had no idea this was happening. Just spur of the moment streaming situation. Got it. And Ben is a great guy. Of course he is. He deserved his roadster situation. I don't know about that. We asked him what color. Do you know what color? Did you you weren't watching so you don't know. He uh, wanted the red. white one. Oh. No, he wanted the white one and I was with wow. him. I was with him. Me and Ben were, at that moment, we mind-melded to white, pearl white. And then- When's he going to see that puppy? Two, two years. 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two years. Well, he actually yeah. got to drive in it. Oh, that's okay. nice. Then one of the hedges opened. A hedge opened. A hedge opened. And you go through this tunnel they built with all this colored orange lighting up and into this thing. And when you got in there, there were already 600 people in there because they let the VIP people in first from the other side. 600 VIPs? Oh, there were hundreds of them. Yeah, there was a whole. It was a whole separation of 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 church and of state people and not people. Yeah, there was like you know Elon's family, his mom, mm-hmm. JB, a bunch of folks were up on sort of the you know stage left basically and fleet managers and at stage right were all of the truck company men, uh, primarily men yes. and the press. Yes. And then there was the press above them. Oh, no, the press was on stage left. There were a lot of them with all their computers. I got a picture of they them. They set up a press area with a table for yeah. them to put their computers was and stuff Was Tesla there? Did they have a little? No. No. Okay. no but I talked to a lady about that uh, later in the evening as well. I got all kinds of things wow. that we got to cover. Well, I don't even on, know if man. we're going to get to this on. show or whatever. So... So the, then they the open fun- the doors there. Again, no food, no bars in that room, except no. if you were in the VIP people. There's there's bars up there for those folks. Can right. you just like tap Elon on the shoulder? Mm-hmm. Hey, Elon, mate, can you get me a couple no, of shots? No, because it was 745. Elon didn't show up because it was supposed to start at 8, and we all know that yes. I just won a dollar. Thank you very much, Robert. 830 start time. It's true. Boo to the, yeah. So we're hanging out, and then all I couldn't find Robert. People are tapping me on the shoulder. I went right to the front. In fact, yeah. this little mm-hmm. uh, green section yeah. you said that opened up, yeah. I when I scoped out the place initially, mm-hmm. I walked the whole perimeter, and I thought, oh, that's where the bathrooms are. Mm-hmm. And so it was, you know, after my mm-hmm. tequila, and we had talked to Ben and mm-hmm. such, and then I was like, felt the urge. So I went over to where the bathrooms are, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of people pressed up in here. They must mm-hmm. have all been drinking a mm-hmm. lot, too. Mm-hmm. And then I realized something's up. People are trickling through. You go through this like uh, tunnel, this tunnel, and you approach this big semi picture. And I was like, oh, cool. And I bolted for the front. Mm-hmm. I, I recognized a bunch of Tesla. Left me behind. Tesla folks who I recognized mm-hmm. who are very active on mm-hmm. the Facebook, the Twitter, mm-hmm. etc. People who made uh, mm-hmm. documentaries mm-hmm. about electric cars. Robert was uh, networking they, his butt off, I and was I was right f- up there. forced to hold a camera over yeah. my head for an hour and a half. It no was one cool. cared. I talked to Chris Payne, mm-hmm. who, yes. made, who killed the electric car, Revenge mm-hmm. Electric Car. He says he'll come on the show. Mm-hmm. Excellent. He's got a project coming up. Thank mm-hmm. you, Chris. And then uh, there was Rolf, 
Rolf. Rolf was standing right in front of me. Was Silky wasn't there? with him. No, no, no. She Caleb was. Caleb. Caleb was there. I didn't see Caleb. But I met evidently. Caleb. And then uh, somebody took a picture with my bad side, my left side, my left oh, profile. Oh, that's too bad. It, it really this isn't horrible. A, sky. Yeah, but I'm like towering over everybody. I guess I am kind of tall. Amazing listeners were 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 basically watching me stream and yeah. talking into the microphone and kind of sidling up next to me to hear my voice sidling. And Aww. then. Introducing themselves as listeners. Hey, it's so great to meet you. I wanted yeah. to make sure it was you. So that was amazing to meet so many of our listeners. That was really the an awesome, awesome thing. Joel Sapp wasn't watching you. He was watching me, Mel. The president me, was watching you? Me, Mel. My stream. He was watching mine as mm-hmm. well. Noted, was he? Noting how great <laughs> <laughs> when you're, when you're, So everybody was like, oh my God, the Tesla website is down. Please thank you so much for keeping this stream up. The yeah. whole time, yeah. So oh, I was so performing a service it was fantastic. to the people, lots of things. Then Elon came out, the trucks came out, Elon came out of the truck, Yes. started talking, and then the vitriol from the folks, man, about like the presentation style of Elon mm, wasn't no, good. But like I'll it. tell you one oh, thing. You, you can, me one thing, all right. You can compare this to an Apple event. I'll tell you one thing. Elon may not be Steve Jobs, but right. Steve Jobs never pulled a phone out of another phone, and Elon did that. Okay? <laughs> he pulled a car out of a truck. Steve can't do that. I think I remember somebody on this show saying, you know, that would be pretty amazing, a stretch goal. Which to one? bring a roadster Which out one of, of us said that, Which Robert? Time? Well, I don't like to brag. Yes. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we go into the event? Shall we talk about the event? I mean, everybody who didn't Let's go to the it. event is very excited for you guys, and I'm sad that I didn't go and screwed up the stream. I had a twofer. Not only didn't I go, the stream sucked. It'll be yeah. better next time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So there's a lot Cece to cover. Cece said, do you want me to come and help you with the stream? I'm like, Cece, please. I'm Australian. I can do anything, mate. Yeah. I don't know. I it think maybe work. the fact that you were doing it from the bar might have had yeah. some part <laughs> well, to it. Well, it wanted to be yeah, part yeah, of yeah. the story. Mm-hmm. You know? I see. Yeah. I see. So How the theme of this show, in my opinion, the name of this show is Semi versus Roadster. Hmm. Oh. So mm. let's get to it. Let's talk about the Semi, oh, which let's... was, I would say for me, the star of the show, but... For all of the other people, the Roadster was for sure the star of the show. If you had to vote, Robert, what was the star of the show? I can't pick a favorite because I have to pick one. Because it's like saying, do I like peanut butter better or jelly better? I like them both. No, but you never have a jelly sandwich. No one ever has a jelly sandwich. uh, In uh, Great Britain, they do. We're not, I'm talking about you, Robert. Me. I actually don't eat jelly much anymore, yeah, but so, I love a good peanut butter. So terrible I'd analogy. Like, I'd like to hear from Elon. Mm. Starting with performance. So we have a, an acronym we came up with um, that uh, I think really, really describes the performance well. So... It's a technical term, but let's show you what that means in, in acceleration. So one thing we care about Tesla is we really care about performance. We want, we want a, a vehicle that feels incredible, that accelerates like nothing else. Uh, let's show what the, the truck, uh, what, what it's like to be in a Tesla truck. This is real time. Okay. So this is where they're showing the graphic of 
the Tesla truck going zoom and a diesel truck going slowly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's but the Tesla the Tesla semi will go zero to sixty in five seconds. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So that, that's how will I get on the freeway in front of one now? Now <laughs> yeah. eighty thousand pounds max gross vehicle weight. That's the most amount of weight you can carry on a US highway. This is the real time acceleration of a Tesla semi. That uh, on the left, the thing that looks like it's not moving <laughs> is a diesel truck. Gonna, Hilarious, Elon. Hilarious. I'm sorry to bore you. I apologize. So th- this is all uh, just who cares? Ten minutes at the improv with Elon. <laughs> all right. So fast acceleration. Even with eh, eighty thousand pounds pulling max, he's showing gross, off the torque. Getting sixty miles an hour. But does that mean seconds. anything? It will in a That's minute. That's what it can do. Oh, good. Now, Thankfully. what about up a hill? What this about is where it matters. Yeah. Thank okay. you. The the best diesel trucks can only do forty five miles an hour up a five percent grade. Tesla semi can do sixty five miles an hour up a five percent grade. That's frightening. <laughs> That's 65 miles an hour continuous at max gross. What this means is that if, you've got a, if you're pulling a load over the Rockies or some mountainous terrain up a hill, you, you're Which earning I am. per mile. You're earning 50% more per mile than you are in a diesel truck. Ka-ching. That's a gigantic difference. So, um, now, one of the biggest questions we've been asked about uh, electric trucks is, well, how far can they go? Here's the key. Well, let's find out. So, 500-mile range. What? What? (laughs) And the crowd goes wild. But what does a 500-mile range mean? I don't know. And by the way, it's 500 miles at maximum weight at highway speed. So you're doing like 60 miles an hour. That's a worst-case scenario. But what it means is that, since because the vast majority of routes, because the vast majority are are, are under 250 miles, vast majority. It means that you Almost can go all. to your destination and back, even if your destination has no charging. You can you can go there and back, even if because go it there doesn't. and home, with without recharging. So you could you could deliver a load out to the middle of nowhere, and come back. So you don't need you don't need a mega charger right up front. I need a mega charger. If you're just planning your routes from where your warehouse is out to your supply E and back, you can have a mega charger at your home. This uh this is a huge deal for lots of fairly long trips. So you get up the port of Long Beach, you got your Tesla truck, you go all around LA, you go up to Santa Barbara, you go every all over this place and come back. Don't need a mega charger. So that 500-mile range is not just for driving across the country, across the state lines. That 500-mile range is really good even just for intra-state transport. It's big, it's huge, it's large, it's grand. It's important because currently, I don't know if you gentlemen knew this, there is no mega charger network. 
Oh, what? that's correct. And I can't wait to start talking about the and, mega and, chargers. And the network. people out there are, are right now, they're saying to themselves, what are, the, what are these mega chargers these guys are thinking about? They, do they not know I didn't watch this event and then I am listening to the show to get information about for what I tell those a people. mega charger is? We are going to get to it. Let's oh. continue. A lot of howling and whoop whooping. Now, how do we achieve this? We never drove One of the semi. ways we do this is we design the Tesla truck to be like a bullet. So whereas a normal diesel truck is designed more like a barn wall, this is a bullet. You can see this in the drag coefficient. Well, wow, great analogy. So the Tesla semi has a 0.36 drag coefficient. The way well, this is a really good <laughs> can you number. Believe it. <laughs> As a, Beats by a way Bugatti of slam. A Bugatti Chiron. Which is a two million dollars supercar? Nobody in that room knows what any of that means. What? It's got a better drag coefficient than a supercar. Everybody's it's slippery it through the air. Like they're wow, like a bullet train. Yeah. By the way, you can see that in the design. Um, the probably uh, achieve that standing. is with the bullet-shaped nose. Thanks, we also Robert. have side flaps that map to the whatever trailer you're pulling, whether it's a new trailer or old tra- trailer. The, the side flaps will map to whatever trail you're, you're pulling and close the gap. So uh, this, this makes a huge difference to the drag coefficient. Uh, the, the bottom of the truck is also completely flat, so the air can flow straight through. Uh, these are things that you don't see on any other trucks, and it gives us an incredible highway range. And I climbed under factors. it and took a picture. We also have Excellent. Uh, four independent uh, Motors. This is on, huge. So there's, a, there's a motor on each of the rear wheels. Four independent and motors. Independent mm-hmm. front, front suspension, so it's incredibly comfortable to, to drive this truck. These motors are on the Model 3, is that correct? Yeah. Well, Very there are chance. no Model 3s. That's, that's why there's no Model 3s. Mm-hmm. There's four being used up by <laughs> a stupid truck. That's right, my friend. Well, they can and build we, the Model 3 just motors, just not the batteries. For, for interest's sake, we created... Uh, a pickup truck version of the throwaway line. This, this, I think, I felt like this was a joke. Yeah. I, so I let's pause here for a second, because for me, this was one of the most bizarre, fascinating parts of things. So you got your big truck, uh-huh, which he's talking semi about. Semi truck. And then he brings along another little semi-looking no, truck. No, that, but that's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about a photo he put up in a presentation. But it looks like that little truck with a sort of a no, back yeah. passage no, thing. No, that's, on a, that's incorrect. About. It's not. There's the no. semi yeah. with a 500-mile range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's the semi with a 300-mile range, range, which is shorter. It doesn't have the big fairing on it the very top. It didn't have the big cow. Over so that picture t- that he put up there was not that little one. It no, was, it was another not. one that was it just was a throwaway line truck. It was another what what he yeah what he was mm. saying was like the Tesla semi. And I actually believe this was a sort of a distraction sort of moment for Elon because he talked about it for about eight seconds. Yeah, took the picture off and walked away. There's been a lot of comments on the Twitter about it, and I oh, personally I didn't look at the comments, but I know why. Why? Of course you do. Why do I even? Ha- Why am I even at this show? Go ahead, Robert. Don't bother to tell us before the show, so we all look like idiots. I I'm speculating. Yeah. Go. Oh, now he knows, and now he's speculating. Which well, is it? They needed to have time for Franz to move into the trailer to get into the 
roadster to drive it out. So it was like a distraction it's like a magic technique. trick. It's like Penn yeah. and Teller. That's what I thought it was. So this that is so the worst explanation. Basically, <laughs> he shows this giant pickup truck. Yeah, that with up another, another pickup truck in it, like a Ford F one fifty type situation happening, and then just kind of moves on, and everybody's like. What? 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 Uh, yeah. what? And then he says, like, with a normal license, you can right. drive a thing this big. Yeah. It's it ridiculous. seems weird. That it's... thing's never being made. It's ridiculous. Well, I don't understand why they did that. I would just be really pissed if I was in a very busy parking lot and that ginormous thing was sitting in four parking no. spaces. It's like a Unimog showing up at Lowe's. <laughs> is it? Is it stupid or is it just so genius? Because people are going to be talking about that and obsessing about that. It's going to be like the Loch Ness monster. No, 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 We're going to no. be talking about it forever. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of free press. I think they might be maybe, geniuses. maybe I don't know. I mean, genius. Sure, they're geniuses. They're solving. They're trying to solve all kind of problems, but they're. That's not the pickup dual cab truck that I was talking about in my pre-show before the thing started. I said, you know what? Here's the, here's what's going to happen. They're going to reveal uh, the pickup truck. It's mm-hmm. going to be dual cab. It's going to be incredible, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the one more thing. I was wrong, <clears throat> but still, incorrect. They said something about it. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. It's a pickup truck that can carry a pickup truck. Oh, 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 can you believe it? That's ridiculous. Why would you want that? And that's it. Now he wakes him up. One more joke. By the way, this is you. You can legally drive that. (laughs) It shouldn't be legal, but um, (laughs) um, you will actually be able to legally drive that with a normal driver's license. It's kind of wrong, but I like it. so weird. It's like 10 now, times the size of a What does it feel like to drive this truck? What does it feel like? Elon, tell us. What does it feel like? It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, because this truck has no gears, it's, there's no, uh, you're not constantly shifting gears. Okay, can you pause one, that for a second? One gear. Okay. Yes. Big rigs don't have gears anymore. This is not a thing well, anymore. It hasn't been a thing for a long, long time. They have gears, but they're automated. It's still, but, but you have the same curve. No, I understand that. But like, there's people, like, he makes this comment as if you're in there shifting gears manually. Big rigs are not manual anymore. They're automatics, just like all the rest of our cars that have automatic transmissions. This is a single gear, so it doesn't have any gear you're shifting. You're intimating so that Elon is exaggerating. No, I'm, I'm intimating that he's just like, he's being hyperbolic because this is what he does. Yeah. Because he's Elon. So it's, it's, it's smooth. It's like, driving, it's like driving a Tesla. It's as though you're driving a Model S or a Model X or Model 3. Um, it's just big. Except, yeah, it's, 50 It's really, really <laughs> easy to drive, and it feels incredibly responsive. It's unlike any truck that you've ever driven. Um, and, and the point of view that you have because is Because nobody's we, ever we driven the driver a truck. in the center. So the driver's no actually... No driven a semi. In, in the center of the truck. Semi-truck driver's You're positioned driver's like you're in a race Thanks, car. Mel. Very nice. Um, that's you weird. You have complete visibility you're of the road and all the surroundings. You're sitting in the middle. You're not sitting on the side. Where did your friend sit? Behind were, you. Were truck drivers like, please build a, a one-seater so my wife doesn't want to come with me? You stand up inside. It's <laughs> got redundant screens. Uh, and it's, it, it, it just feels incredible to drive this. It's one of the best feelings. It's, it's, so, it's incomparably better than, than, another, than any other truck on the road. Tom would really like to apologize to, to all the female truck drivers out that there. Feels. Like, I can I drive would, this yes. thing and I have no idea how to drive a semi. Spouses. <laughs> so let's take a Seems peek. Lonely look, take a few more shots Elon has no idea how to drive a semi. Who knew? Just gives you a sense. By the way, we also have like... It does look cool in there. It does look slick. 
<laughs> also, there's a little there's a little trunk in the front. That's the best part. There's a front. There's a front in, in the there. truck. What? what? How is that the best part? Because it's cute. Well, it's as little. compared to, you need uh, help. I don't want to hurt your eyes, but that's what a diesel truck looks like today. It's a clutter of third-party devices. It's very difficult to use. It requires uh, integration, installation. These things don't it's talk inaccurate. to each other. It's it's a, it's a pain. I've been in, in a semi recently. Uh, it's not what they look add, like anymore. Significant add-on costs. Wow. Whereas a, it's what a 1984 semi, semi truck included. looks like. It's included in every in every truck. Everything just works. It's cool. The the moment you get the truck, it's got everything. It's like comparing a Tesla to a Model T. Look at this and thing. It's ridiculous. It's to integrate with, with all the fleet systems, the things that are really important uh, to, to the trucking industry. So, but, but a Model T has no about, knobs you know, either. today, if you're fueling a diesel truck, you've got fumes, spills, toxic environment, yes. prices change all the time. Yes. Um, and what a lot of people don't realize is, is it actually t- it takes up to 15 minutes or more this to actually fill a, a, a truck. You have to sit there for 15 minutes. That's ridiculous. While the, so the slow. Gets filled. <laughs> We can do it in 30. As compared to charging a, <laughs> Wasn't that a Tesla weird, truck, right? you can charge at your origin or destination. So while, while you're unloading your cargo, <laughs> you can charge. You guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, Robert. You didn't realize any of this stuff because you're, you're all the stars coming out of your eyes. <laughs> Our job is to bring it back out of the distortion the, the reason, field. The reason, the reason 400 miles is important is because you I said have, so. You, you have to tra- take a break eventually. So, so if, if you if you drive for if you drive for five or six hours, which is a, that's about as much as you want to be driving continuously, because you have to stop for a bathroom break, go, get a bite to eat. Um, in fact, you're legally required to stop for thirty minutes. So, which is but, just but enough you, time to charge. Uh, huh. uh, Four hundred miles it takes to <laughs> is like six diesel truck plus six to seven hours of driving. Which means, the, the, what, what this means in practice is that by the time you are, you're done with your break, the, the truck is ready to go. <gasps> you will not be waiting for your truck to charge. That's what so it means, you. Robert. It's genius. So wait a minute. If I'm charging at Harris mm-hmm. Ranch, yeah. 120 kilowatts? And because of the Tesla ring? mega charges no, yeah, mega that will be installed in worldwide, just like we've got superchargers installed worldwide. Have you seen right. the supercharger it's map? Different. It's really happened. Just a few super, with so just a few big question is where, how, how are you going to charge these? We're going to talk over Elon. Here he is. Throughout the world. And you'll be able to go anywhere uh, in, with a, a Tesla uh, consumer vehicle. The same will be true of the Tesla Semi. You'll be able to travel anywhere in the world on the Tesla mega charger network. And, uh, and, and that means we can guarantee the electricity rates because this, these will be solar-powered mega chargers um, that uh, oh, will charge they? the Tesla power pack. Will they? It's 24-7 <laughs> guaranteed low electricity. So, um, Seriously? let's uh, talk about that for a second. <laughs> let's talk about it in the positive and in the negative. In the positive, OMG, they're going to build a supercharger network called a mega charger network for trucks that have pipes the size of small planets to get all this power in mm-hmm. across the world. So you're going to be able to drive anywhere mm-hmm. and they're going to be solar powered. This is accelerating mm-hmm. green energy across the world. This is great, except for one thing. They <laughs> told us that about the current supercharger network, which is amazing, what? which is expanding, mm-hmm. which is not yet even close to marginally 100% solar powered. What? So if I was Tom, I'd be saying, Sure. Is it marginally even 10% solar power? Oh, now? I don't think so. Is now, it marginally 1% solar power? They are accelerating. They are putting more up. But um, uh-huh. he doesn't use the one caveat that he should say, which is... Eventually. One day. <laughs>
Let's what let's if? think. So he's, we are moving a very pollution intense part of our world. We need a sound effect for fanboy alert when you start to speak. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Would that help? Go ahead and defend him. Go ahead and defend him. Well, yeah. I, I would certainly rather, by a factor, maybe an order of three magnitudes, hear this story rather than some other company that makes diesel trucks telling me that they've made them, you know, 7% more efficient. I get it. Okay. So he talks about later on, he talks a little bit about cost of ownership, right? Which is really all trucking companies care about. Cost per mile to run this thing. Yes. This is based on seven cents a kilowatt hour for uh, the fuel, which if he's getting it solar from yes. panels that he's made yes. and into power packs that he has also made, yes. is perfectly probable. Yes. But it hasn't happened. <laughs> none yet. of those things <laughs> exist. And, and then I okay. So the first thing I did the next morning, Mel, the first was called Mel up and had a poopy. Was called Mel and and voxered him and said, "Hey, buddy, could you do a little math? Because as you know, Robert, my yes. math is not strong. I'm not a strong math. So you went to Mel." Because know, he that. knows my math. No, I went to Mel strong. because Mel is not he. You are healing people on a regular basis, many hours of shifts. Mel is sitting around doing absolutely I'm nothing, smoking cigarettes right. and eating bonbons. Right, right. All day. So I'm like, hey, can you try to figure this out before the show? Because I figured he loves this kind of stuff. He's already done some of this mathematics. What kind of solar array and power pack yes. situation would we need to charge a truck? A truck, Mel. Uh, you will need, Tom, a, what I would like to call a large solar array mm-hmm. and a big pipe to fill it up in 30 minutes mm-hmm. and a lot of power packs. Mm-hmm. That's the state of the math. Actually, we've got some real math coming up a little bit later in the show, but this is an enormous amount of energy. And so there's two points to this. I'm with Tom in that we are trying to dampen down expectations. This mega charger thing doesn't exist. These solar panel array things don't exist. I mean, and the trucks don't exist. The trucks don't exist. So this is a one-day thing. But like Robert, I'm also excited. Like that is the one day I want to get to, and I don't want to hear about a 20% reduction in fuel use in a diesel truck. You got to start I somewhere. Zero. I get that aspect. Of but it. it is good to dampen it down because people might think, well, magically, this is just going to happen in two years. They're going to have a mega charger network throughout the world, and it's all going to be solar powered, and then there's going to be hundreds of thousands of trucks on the road. Not going to happen. It's right. ten years away. Because he doesn't say. On the routes that these trucks are going to be rolled out on, we will be building megachargers. He says you can drive these trucks anywhere in the world on a solar megacharger network. It's just patently untrue right now. He should just – he should damn it down. This is the one thing about Elon I used to love and I still love. But just bring it back just one notch. The excitement, the the CEO got to make everybody – excited. Just bring it back one notch. Yeah. Now, what a number of people have noted about this Mm – is this is going to cost a lot of cash. Mm, The cash burn again for Tesla to build these trucks, but now to build a mega charger network throughout the world so you can go everywhere, is the cost of the supercharger network you have now maybe more. Yeah, especially especially if you add the cost of solar panels and power packs into every single one of these mega charger situations. Now, don't get me wrong. Again, I hope this happens, but... They've gotten confirmed, sort of internet confirmed orders for about 50 to right. 80 of these trucks that we really know that people have said, I'm buying these trucks. This right. is how many of them. 
So come on, that that's not a th- the one thing I will say about Tesla is that they are very good. They have proven that they can build bespoke vehicles, right? Like the S and the X are still not being built super fast in mass quantity. They're built in more quantity. So I have no doubt that they're going to be very capable of one-off building semis and one-off building the roadsters, which of course we will get to because there's limited amounts of them. It's the it's the where again, where is the money? Where is the what is what is the brain power it's taking away from the solution to the model three? Like, I, I it's a lot of cash, and that's what everybody's complaining about is is there going to be a point where cash becomes a problem? I think so. I think to do this is going to require another few rounds of cash making, and that's why, um. I was like, why would you talk about this two years ahead? We've done this so many times, but I think they are doing this to bump up the stock price, to get as many pre-orders as possible, to get some cash inflow to start this project going, because it's going to take a lot of money to get this thing going, billions of dollars. Well, actually, I have a theory about the why they reveal. And that theory is, as as we go along these things, there starts to be, and this isn't exactly why the timing of this particular thing, but there's people that start being like, they're running out of cash. They've, they've got all of this debt. They can't continue to put bonds out. And then they put these two new products out that excite the hell out of people and are like, Oh, Oh, they have all these big plans. And that investors then are like, okay, we'll look a little bit farther down the road. And we have all this other thing, you know, like the $250 million they're going to bring in from just the Founders Series Roadster reservations, it's going to pay for something. So, oh, I just have to take a deep, Yeah, let's, let's calm down breath. for a second. Let's so just... Let's, let's, Robert, defend Elon. Go. You've got a small army of engineers and designers. Yes. They are some of the most talented in the world. Maybe the t- most talented in the world. But they're an army and the Hulk's are coming. They're enthusiastic. Yes. They're being paid good money. Thank you. You've gone through the process of not only designing the Model 3, yes. the goal of Tesla Motors, the car for not all the people. It's not a $15,000 car, but it's a car for many, many more of the people. And you then realized, oh, oh, I've got to design a factory to build the cars. So that mushrooms into a whole nother design process. And you've thrown all these engineers on that as well. And now that factory is pretty much designed. They're tweaking it, but it's pretty much designed. They've put out 400 cars, maybe 500 cars. And you've got these designers and these engineers. How long has it been since pencils down? Like over a year. So... That means those people are sitting around. What are they doing? Well, if they're just sitting around, let's have some new projects. The Roadster. How is the Roadster going to be built? Not by robots. It's going to be built by By technicians who are going to put this thing together. How many batteries are they going to need? Like as many batteries as they're going to need to build like four days worth of Model 3s. So it's not going to strain the battery supply. This could be a freestanding manufacturing unit that brings an enormous amount of cachet to the company. It totally satisfies, excites. You can use any adjective. There's an endless stream that have been used to excite the Tesla base. You're talking about the Roadster. The Roadster. Now Now the Semi. Okay. How many semis are they going to build? They got orders for 50. How many are they going to really build? They're going to need their own fleet of two or 300. 
to run just the sleds down from Sparks, Nevada to Fremont. There are just under 300,000 of these things in America. Right. So they're not going to be building like the numbers that a Model 3 is going to be built. This could be built in a good complex of buildings like, you know, warehouse type buildings. They can build these bespoke semi trucks. And again, they're not going to suck a ton of motors. They're not going to suck a ton of batteries compared to the Model 3. But they're going to suck a ton of money in the development of this and the rolling out of the mega chargers. Okay, so the mega chargers is one issue that nobody was really expecting, although he's been talking about it for a while now, that there's going to be something that's going to blow you away. It's going to be amazing. And my expectation is that the people who buy, like you buy 25 trucks, you get a mega charger. Or if you only buy five trucks, you probably should buy a mega charger. Do the mega chargers ever get adapted so S's charge in eight seconds. No. Yeah, that's a... I I think we should let let Elon talk a little bit more and then uh, have you tell us about this mega charger because you've got some detail here that's worth talking about. Let's let him finish talking about this and then talk about the mega charger because I want to hit that issue. And because these these, these mega chargers are solar-powered, your truck is running on sunlight. Okay. That makes me happy. So happy. Solar. Light. What about safety? Okay. So that's all there was. So tell us about these mega chargers. So we've estimated um, internally, lots of people have been estimating it, that the size of the battery in this truck is going to be somewhere around 1,000 kilowatt hours. Somewhere around there. There's variance on that number. Let's just use that for fun. 10 times a P100D. Just the batteries. And they're going to have to charge this puppy... 400 miles in 30 minutes, that means you have to have, give us the math. Well, you have to have a lot of energy. We're looking at something like 1.6 megawatt a charge megawatt. rate. That's <laughs> not, yeah, it's 1,600 kilowatts. Where we're going, what? we don't need roads. <laughs> and, so, yeah. sure. and so I've read through a lot of different uh, people's speculation, some who have some true knowledge of electricity. And currently the superchargers pump 480 volts. That's like the pressure through which the electrons are forced yep. at 250 amps. That which gives is sort you of the, the volume of the river. The, the width of the river. of the river. Somebody, I can guarantee you, it's and maybe seven or eight somebodies will write us <laughs> yeah, to fair. correct us. That's and, and that's fine. But I'm trying to keep it simple. So 480 volts, 250 amps, that's 120 kilowatts. Guarantee we haven't seen 120, right? We've been calling for the We've picture. got 119. Right. 119. And so the mega chargers, if you look at the plug of the mega chargers, uh, we, I was at the side of the truck when somebody was prying the thing open to look at it and it looks like it's four superchargers worth of big contacts and then there's another ovoid sort of opening almost like a bean shape but they're not shaped like the normal tesla charger no they actually look a little like the the two round things on the bottom of the ccs charger right so there's basically four of these high flow electricity lines and that's probably because they're going to separate packs of batteries so i think they've basically taken like four superchargers and ganged them up into one big plug, which is a little concerning because the mega charger is 30, over 13 times the flow rate of a 
supercharger. So mega charger, 13 times greater than a supercharger. One of the problems already people are experiencing with supercharger is that their rate drops precipitously and they notice the handle gets hot. And I don't know if this has been confirmed by Tesla, but it's pretty much assumed to be common knowledge that the supercharger has a sensor. When the resistance goes up, the heat goes up in the cable and the handle, it slows down. How are they going to do that with this arrangement? Only four times more contacts with 13 times more flow. It's probably got to have to be uh, water-cooled or some kind of coolant system to keep this thing cool. And I'm sure that's part of the design. I expect they've probably worked it out. How are they charging the truck right now? I mean... Maybe they have a separate plug and they just plug it into a 110 volt, you know, for like two months and it's then ready to go. <laughs> you think they trickle charge the semi? That's why the event took so long. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why they were late. late. <laughs> and so, you know, I expect that they've got this thing working out and they're probably testing it. Evidently, they've had this truck in test mode for a year. So they drove it. They drove it hard. They got everybody looking all over it. There's guys crawling around underneath between the wheels, I've got pictures that I pulled from one guy's uh, video feed of like the motors and he's zooming in on the uh, everything, mm-hmm. all the details down under there. So I think this is a lot further along than we think. And the mega chargers may just be ready to roll out. You put them at the port. You put them at the warehouse complex. They're not going to be like on the side of the road at the Harris Ranch. It's going to be some time until they build enough trucks right. to have trucks that are out there. People are going to actually use to send stuff long distances. Right, but just imagine the logistics of what he's saying in terms of being charged by power packs, which are being in turn loaded up by solar panels. So if it's a thousand kilowatt hour battery, yes. that's currently five full power packs worth of energy. Uh-huh. To just charge one truck. For one trip. For one <laughs> trip. Which right. tells you a few things. First of all, this is a big, giant, enormous issue. Getting this power in there is a problem. You're going to have to have it cooled. There better not be um, short or you're going to get fried. But the other spin on this is this is how dirty diesel trucks are. This is how much energy that they are burning and blowing into the air. And to get them off the roads and to turn it into electricity, there's a... of the CO2 emissions for vehicles comes from these trucks. That's what he's trying to stop. It's huge. Super, super, super important. I do not want to stress that enough. I believe very, very much that this is very important. I'm just super concerned about the specs and that particular aspect of it. I... Can't wait to see this mega charger. You know, we're all going to drive there the first time one comes out. I was thinking the same thing as you about some of the trickle-down technologies that's going to come. We'll get back to it when we talk about the Roadster. But the trickle-down here could be, let's say there's an improvement in the battery chemistry. Let's say that you can now charge really fast. Yeah. If you could adapt one of these to a car, there's your five minute, three minute, maybe even less charging of your 100 battery. This would be be for Tom, but not for us. Why would it be for Tom? Because Tom, in his Model 3, is going to have the 2170 cells, uh, yes. and we still have 18650 cells. Oh, Robert just dropped the hammer on you, Boom. too. But it, it is interesting, you know, <laughs> oh, could you adapt this later on when battery chemistry allows cars to accept a lot of energy? Because you, know, you could charge up like eight cars really fast with this puppy. Boom. There was a time, maybe it was two years ago. Actually, I think it was about the time we all met up in San Jose, quite like... 
by chance. And I went to the Computer History Museum and they had just like retrofitted or changed the handles on their superchargers and they were water cooled and they were trying them out and they mm. they it was probably a beta test because they took them away. Yeah. There was a problem. There was clogging or problems with something going on with the cooler uh, that cooled this this uh, handle cable. and the cable. And the cable was really thin. It was really thin. And so I'm sure that technology has gone into this. So the point is this mega charger is big. It has a huge amount of energy going through it. We're excited. Big batteries in this puppy. Boy, they better have a big mega factory making mega batteries because we need a lot of batteries. But here's the other thing that I thought about. Okay, so Good. all Tesla Good. needs to do is yeah. guarantee uh, energy at $0.07 cents a kilowatt hour to make their math work for the people who are buying this truck. Yes. So instead of what we know would be massive massive arrays of solar all over the place to run a mega charger yes. would it not make more sense for tesla just to build one massive solar farm somewhere right and then sell that power back and basically be able to get the uh, you know that's how they're saying they're making it clean is that they're providing all of this solar into the general US grid and then buying all of the energy locally that they need to power the mega charger network the I only think so. downside yes. to that is the utilities have to cooperate so if some utility says i don't care who you are elon musk you're going to pay 32 cents a kilowatt hour then and he's making it for whatever he's making it for four cents two cents and selling it to someone else somewhere else the numbers won't work and he's a numbers guy it might work though that's what i'm saying so let's say he goes to arizona the state of Arizona said, so like, hey, you guys need you're having this much growth. You're about to build this power plant. Let me build a solar plant and you can buy energy off me for 20 cents a kilowatt hour guaranteed for the next 15 years. Yes. So he's and he can produce that for two. He's making 18 cents a kilowatt hour. Sure. And then he can kind of buy energy from other people. And he's going to buy in such mass quantity from, say, Southern California Electric or whatever that he can sort of be able to pass that on to the trucking companies, which is really all he needs to do is is say, if you're using my charger, it's it's theoretically powered by the sunlight, but maybe that particular electron is not. I see. I absolutely agree with you. I think they this these still have to be grid tied for now, and uh, yeah, you go. There are some places they're going to put these. There's just not going to be enough space to put solar panels. You're going to be grid tied. And then you do like Apple and Google and everybody else does. Like we're 100% solar powered and it's because they've bought solar power and they're putting it into the grid over there and they count that. And that's reasonable. Another little hitch in this little setup. My, is that, my setup or his setup? Well, what you're saying mm -hmm. to, you know, make the solar offsite and mm -hmm. essentially port it in is that so many, I think it's pretty standard in utilities is if you draw a peak load, not only do you pay for the electricity, you pay an extra fee. And this was the reason that Elon has been or Tesla has been rolling out power packs at certain supercharger sites so that when the supercharger site fills up with 12, 16, 20 cars mm -hmm. and it's 2 p.m. in the day and it's 80 degrees outside, they don't pay, you know, like 
tens of thousands of dollars or some enormous crazy number right. for peak power. But that's what I'm saying about so he puts the solar centrally located, like makes his own utility scale thing, puts all of that into the grid and locally at the mega chargers are power packs so he can avoid that. He needs the power packs to be locally so he can control the flow of juice into the trucks anyways. Right. And it's easy for him to install 50 power packs in the port of Long Beach or 100 power packs if, if at, can... at a Walmart service center right that's what i'm saying right that that, if they can get the gigafactory up and well they are up and running to make power packs right like that's happened those are getting those are out those are in australia that's happening so that's what i really think the long-term way to do this because otherwise you're talking about acreage of solar panels all over the place yeah and they're just going to be some places where that's not feasible yeah. Where there just isn't the space. So right. uh, I think Tom's solution is right. Let's continue with, with Elon. The, the driver's safety, I'm also talking about other cars on the road. I'm talking about pedestrians. Safety for everyone. Um, if, if you've got 80,000 pounds moving at 60 miles an hour, it's, it's a very dangerous thing. Every truck we sell will have enhanced autopilot as standard. Which one? Okay. The one that works? Well, it's in there. Autopilot 1 or Autopilot 2 the, the or Autopilot 3. standard. It just doesn't work. Break. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can read it too. Um, it'll automatically break, but uh, it will actually automatically lane keep as well. So even if, even, if, uh, even if you're in the truck and you have a medical emergency, the truck will stay in lane and gradually come to a halt and put on the emergencies. If it doesn't hear a response from you, it will actually call emergency services and get an ambulance it's going to take care of you. It's going to take care of other cars. It's going to take care of pedestrians. This is a massive increase in safety. It's optimum prime. But he never says full autonomy. No, he doesn't. As so. it pertains to the semi. No. Yet. He's waiting for Mel to still beta test AP2. <laughs> Thank you. A few other things about safety. It's got, with that central position, you're in a very safe position. Uh, even if you were to collide with, with, with a, another semi, uh, you have a low center of gravity that gives you really good handling. It means the probability of a rollover is massively reduced because the battery pack is in the floor pan and, uh, and, and rollover risk is, is, is dramatically reduced. Um, and perhaps most importantly, um, jackknifing is, is uh, usually the worst nightmare of a, of a trucker. Uh, how do you stop your, your vehicle from, from jackknifing if you're in, in difficult conditions? The truck will automatically stop jackknifing because it's got independent motors on each wheel and it'll, it'll dynamically adjust the torque on each wheel so that jack, jackknifing is impossible. So a question that came up and people are now speculating about, is Tesla going to also build axles with motors for regen to go on the trailers so that the trailers can have controlled motor with braking and traction control. So here's one of the issues with that. On the way over to here, I saw a J.B. Hunt yes. uh, l- labeled trailer. In other words, that's a big tractor. American J.B. Hunt was one company. of the companies who ordered multiple of these electric semis. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. They need to work on their logo. It's pretty lame. Yeah, I mean, it's an yeah. older it's an older company. But what I will say about that is they were pulling a cargo container, right? That is what right. a majority, at least around here, of what the semis is. They take a fully loaded cargo container from a ship and put it on top of a like a locking 
flat trailer thing. Yes. So that's what Tesla would have to make, not the whole box. They, right. Or they would have to make multiple things. They, some just, of them are the boxes. Or just an axle with the wheels that you retrofit onto those trailers. Yeah, possibly. That sort, you know, and we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of thousands of cargo containers that come through the ports. And some of them are 20 feet. Some of them are 30 feet. Some of them are 40 feet. So they need to be, obviously, they need to be adaptable. So, I mean, it is, it is, again, it's all of this is possible that they will do that. I think initially it's just about that truck and its ability to kind of put the torque into individual wheels. Your worst nightmare is gone with this truck. Gone. You never have to worry about it. <laughs> Miserable job. <laughs> um, reliability. Reliability. Here we go. Uh, Boom. <laughs> reliability is incredibly important. A, a, a truck is, is your life. It's your business. Truck breaks down. You're disappointing your customers. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a horrible day. It could be a horrible week. It could break down in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's kind of like when issues. your factory doesn't work. Uh, reliability is incredibly important. We're it's putting like massive attention into making this tr- truck incredibly reliable and that's why we are guaranteeing that this truck will not break down for a million miles okay he didn't say that they were warranting it for one million miles he said it will not break down down for a million miles because it has four independent motors you can lose two of those four motors and the truck will still keep going in fact even if you only have two of the four motors active It'll still be a diesel truck because he says, of redundancy. Break down. He didn't yeah. say. Need he service. didn't say work like sure. crap. Not fair, really. He said break down. <laughs> um, so, how long is my Model Three guaranteed it for? Has, it's the same few motor. Benefits as well. It uh, won't vaporize. Brakes are a big ever. deal for trucks. You got to stop eighty thousand pounds. It's not easy. That's a lot of brake. That's a lot of brake wear. But because the, with, with an electric motor, you can turn the brakes into generators. So every time you brake. That kinetic energy of braking goes right straight back into the battery pack instead of, he- instead of wearing down a brake pad. So the brake pads basically last forever. The, 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 you never need to replace brake pads ever. Never? Ever. That's Come a long on. time. Ever? Come on, ever? I've done 89,000. So, yeah. no, no brake, brake pads. No brake pads. You know how to drive. Changes ever. Yeah. You don't have to worry about transmission. Uh, Not everybody there's, there's drives no transmission. That way. Transmission can't brake. There are no emissions, no scrubbers, no differentials. Um, and. And this is the feature I like best: thermonuclear explosion-proof glass. <laughs> not, no, no. Again, yeah, why? Why? It's, it's not. Close. It's a terrible Close. joke. So standard glass. Now, why is this important? <laughs> he, did, he didn't uh, make it as a joke. He's like, it will survive a thermonuclear blast. Um, it's funny. Survive huh. a nuclear explosion. That's incredible. So the, the the actually, what's important here is, uh, but nuclear survives a nuclear explosion, or you get a full refund. Okay. Does anybody oversee his PowerPoints? Um, <laughs> like, and like, no, you can't Tom, say this. Why don't you apply? The reason this is important is God, because I would love uh, that job. Yeah. I would truck love it. Windshields. He are would huge, hate it, but I would love it. And they crack about once a year. Um, I did not know that. If the truck windshield is cracked, you are not allowed no. to drive. So it actually, it's truck off road. Remember, if you have a cracked crack windshield. Tesla is now a and glass that, and that company means as lost well. Lost revenue, disappointed customers. Right. It's That's a terrible, true. it's a terrible day. And if you're stuck in the middle of nowhere, it take ages to get a to get a new windshield. So actually, this 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 detail, uh, this detail matters a lot uh, to to someone who really is, is understands trucking. 
For those of you who don't um, see the video, there's a big ball important. smashing a typical then window, have, but not hurting a in Tesla terms of window. Connectivity to truck, understanding what's going on. We have the Apps. Tesla app that gives you I want that on my model three, about by your the truck. Way. This is a sort of normal. It's like we take it for granted uh, with uh, if you've got a Model S or Model X or something like that. But this is not normal, actually, for trucks. You have full access to all your truck information. You've got remote diagnostics. You can uh, you can see. Uh, what's going on to preventative maintenance, the truck will actually anticipate when Ooh, it needs to be when it app. needs maintenance and, and inform you ahead of time. Don't get me started with the app. Um, <laughs> you need to and, fix uh, the it, app. And it connects with uh, the fleet, so if, you've got, if you're trying to manage a fleet of thousands of trucks, this is also incredibly important. All this data is coming in. How about you know some exactly data for my app? On. Uh, it's going to uh, really help you no manage data the trucking. Now, having said all this, you're probably wondering how much is this going to cost? He's going to tell us how much Tesla it costs. No, he's not. Stuff is yeah, expensive. No, he would. not. Um, he just... No. He said... No, but he didn't... He realized that trucking... But, the economics of trucking matter tremendously. If, yeah, if, you have a tru- if your cost per mile us. is too high, it, it doesn't just make economic sense. He's going to tell you, you that. Make it work. Does that mean anything to you, So we've really thought about this a lot. Aww. And when you take everything into account, you take the least cost, the insurance cost, maintenance, all of the factors, the, the fully accounted for true cost of trucking... A diesel truck will be 20% more expensive than a, than a Tesla semi per mile. So. I want to be clear, this is from day one. So it, from day one, having a Tesla semi will beat a diesel truck on economics. Day one. And this is, at, this is a worst case scenario. So it gets better than this. This is the this is the this is the worst case scenario comparison. This is taking max vehicle growth. It's it's going at 60 miles an hour, um, and it's assuming $250 ga- gasoline price. We're guaranteeing a seven cent kilowatt wholesale price. Wholesale. I care about that. So this what is that real. These are real wholesale. numbers. That's how much you're going to pay for it, or that's and how it much we make it for. That's what he's going to say. That's what he's going to sell now, you the energy for. Yeah. One truck. So he's selling the trucks and the fuel. So he's selling the trucks and the fuel. That is the iTunes model. But what if you have a convoy? So what if you have uh, trucks, two trucks That's why I said months ago, Tesla energy is where the money is. In fact, um, the the convoy technology, the tracking technology, this is something that we are confident we can do today 10 times safer than a human driver. Today? Sort of like autopilot. I want to be clear. This is something we can do now. Now, is he and saying those back trucks don't have drivers? Correct. Wait for that plane. There you go. There were no drivers in the pictures. A plane just landed in now the Now, if you look at, at the, the economics of a truck convoy, truck it gets convoy. way better. It's going to be cheaper. Way better, Mel. Cost per now, mile. a diesel truck is twice as expensive oh, as a Tesla semi. Smackdown. Twice. This, so, it's, what this means is it's, it's not just economic suicide to use one diesel truck, it's economic suicide for rail. What? This beats rail. I didn't think that's possible. Rail is so cheap per kilogram moved. That's assuming two of these trucks don't have drivers. Correct. They're well, doing it in Germany. And we reported on that's, it. That's, I think, really quite, quite profound. Um, we're, we're confident that this is a product that is better in every way from a feature standpoint, that wins on economics against... Uh, diesel trucks in a worst-case scenario, and that defeats rail um, in a convoy scenario. And pr- production begins 
2019. Boom. So if you order now, get the car, Boom. the truck, in Not two years. Not 2020. No. 2019. Right. Just got in under the wire. Just, just, just scooted just right scooted under there. there. Will we see it in 2019? No. Right, so yes. that's no. the, For sure. the, Tesla, the Tesla semi. I hope All of the ones that were ordered will be delivered. That's it. All right, guys. Take it away. Thank you. Thanks. That, so let's then, pause then, there. Then now Mel went to so I went refill to, the wine. I went to jump onto the stream right now and go on it. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was about to happen next. But let's finish it off here. So final thoughts about the truck for now. I think amazing, incredible. There's just technologies in terms of electric motors and generation of electricity that does make, just like in cars, trucks much better with electricity. There are some real downsides about the size of the pipe you need to fill it up, the amount of energy. But this is very exciting. I think this is the beginning of the change of the revolution of trucks, and that's great. For sure. But there are so many barriers to getting this done, and I think they're really the only barrier that is the real question is money. They can do this technologically. How are they going to get the capital to do this spend? And they're going to have to spend to make this happen. They need so they so if you want to go on the Tesla website right now, Tesla.com forward slash semi, you can make a reservation for a semi. Five any, grand. Any one of you. Five thousand dollars. I'm not going to, but I would. So I could. if they're yes. if they had, let's say, a thousand people, that's only five million dollars. That's nothing. That's not enough money to start the production mega charge of one. these things. However, <laughs> They are already building the motor. It's not a new motor design, right? So they're already building the motors for the Model 3. So that's not an additional expense. They have to build uh, and redesign the battery sled, and we know that's going to be a bit of an issue. The rest of it, my guess is, is probably relatively simple to sort of hand make in a small area. They are adding voraciously to the Fremont factory, which we reported on months ago, all kinds of new buildings going up in the perimeter around it. So, again, I think that they can do it. I guess the real question to you guys is, and and yes, obviously they should be doing this, and they have to continue to push transportation forward, but he's got to find some more money. Money, money. And that money. money has to come from one of two places, in my opinion, right now. It has to come from Tesla Energy, yes. people buying utility-scale power packs, and it has to come from the Model 3. Yeah, I think Model 3 is the way forward on this. I'm much more worried about the the creation and the selling of a Model Y than I am of any of these vehicles. I was very thankful that a Model Y didn't come out of the back of that, that truck because I actually thought that's what it was when oh, it showed up. I, so I would, I would have, I would have vomited because that just would be just so untenable, undoable. Unless Elon and the and the magic magicians there have some amazing thing up their sleeve, but I really don't think this is that big of a stretch. They've designed it; it's there. I think they've got the bugs worked out. To a great degree. Yeah. And again, they're going to build this by hand. It's going to, it's just going to give more jobs. Yeah. It's great. I just wish he under promised a little bit more, right? Like, again, I think if he would have said, look, this truck is amazing. It's got 500 miles range. It can charge 400 miles in 30 minutes. We build this mega charger and kind of, kind of ended it there. Yeah. Right. People would still be very excited. But then he goes on with the full solar charging thing, the full power pack, the mega charger well, network. He, he's been talking about fully solar powering superchargers from day one. 
And we okay, we that's know a perfect that's example. That's a perfect example, <laughs> right? That's the, the that's Tesla five years ago. But at the same time, how has the cost of solar power changed since then? It's okay. That's a perfect example. The cost of solar power has changed dramatically since right. then, and he still hasn't done it. Well, but it's, be- it's that just is promoting it to happen. It's because of the physics of it, Robert. It's just almost physically impossible because you need so many panels. That's true. They're just not efficient enough. Again, the 40-stall supercharger in Kettleman City, mm-hmm. right? Imagine if you had 40 100Ds sitting there charging at one time. What is the size of that solar array? What is the size uh, of the power packs that are available? I did the math on that a Fresno few weeks County. ago. I'm actually going to Kettleman City tomorrow. Sweet. Making a video, driving to San Francisco, going to stop at Kettleman City. We'll be doing math on the fly. Mm. So uh, the truck, I think we agree, fantastic, amazing. Can mm-hmm. they get it done? A lot of money. Hope Where's so. that money going to come from? Don't know. I really hope that Apple just decides, you know what, in the long term, this is another trillion dollar company for a... Uh, 10, 15, 20 million, billion dollar investment, we could own a chunk of it. Not going to happen, but there's a company that could help out. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Tesla's currently a $50 billion market cap company, which is, you know, yeah. in but Apple's they, couch cushions for sure. Yeah. But if they if they pull this off, a $10 billion investment by Apple will be paid back multiple But this points. is not, but again, these trucks, I don't personally it's believe this is not making them trillions of dollars, right? These are even this like 300,000 trucks maximum in the United States of America. And, I'm not, and I know there are trucks all over the world. There are probably an or, not an order of magnitude, but at least as many trucks in China as that potentially, right, which we don't want to have them have, them have on the road. But it, at the end of the day, it's still, it's not, it's, it's a, not trillions of dollars. No, but it's billions of dollars. And then you have Model Y and then you have energy. It's going to be huge if they pull it off, if they don't run out of cash. Okay. Personally speaking from your from your own, I, I'm glad that they didn't announce the Model Y yes. and, and, and For say sure. it, but would you not rather than put whatever money... Again, I don't know. I'm asking you this question. I don't yeah, think that I know. I think I know the go, answer is, go. is would you not rather the next major program that they worked on not be a mega charger network or a semi-trailer situation, but a Model Y? You should have listened to the live stream because before we went live, I said that same thing. Why put this effort, this cost into this thing rather than Model Y, which you know you are going to sell so many of. You're going to sell twice as many Ys as you are threes. You're talking about multiple millions of these cars. Why? Why do it? And then he came out with the stat of, well, I've read the stat of 25% of the CO2 emissions come yeah. from these stinky trucks. And so maybe that's why they did it, because they're just looking at the biggest carbon footprint. For sure. Also, you think about it like you're remodeling your house. You're going to do the floors after you carry in all the tile and the granite or whatever. You do things in stages. And they are just you know, mapping out the course of each of these projects so they can maximize the good use of the people who create them. So I think you said it that the, probably the real reason is that this is a much more manageable project um, oh, yeah. because they don't have to build 2 million, 5 million Model Ys. They can just build 100,000 of these a year for five years and that's good. Yeah, they don't need to build the machine to build these machines. Yeah. They're so bespoke. I was done. It was all good. I jumped back on the stream um, yeah. and then... One more thing. In a very Steve Jobsian-like manner, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Elon Musk. So it turns out there was some cargo in the truck. 
There's some cargo in the truck. So the truck backs uh, up, bring it out. and out comes um, a car out of the back of this truck. We, we started Tesla. We started Tesla with it's the Roadster car, Two. What's well, really, according to Robert, Roadster 4.0. Next gen. Next gen Roadster. So that's that. That baby got us going. Uh, it's it's the it was the, the, the foundation of the whole company. It was the Tesla Roadster. People have asked us for a long time, when are you going to make a new Roadster? We are making it now. Well, that's not true either. They're not making it now because it's not available till 2020. Well, they made one. And, um, <laughs> we made one now. There's two there. You know, there's, uh, I don't know if you watch you can drive. We made two now. And the other one was pretty great. There's only, thing, there's only one thing that's beyond ludicrous, which is plaid. <sighs> so funny. Finally, he got a chance. <laughs> well... Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the movie references space balls. Maximum plaid was the highest speed that the, the right, but uh, this is Starship only plaid. would get. So the, it's not maximum the Tesla, plaid. It's true. <laughs> Still has the new Tesla level. Roadster will be the fastest car production car ever made. Period. Woo! Who cares? Yeah. It's yeah. fast. It's not fast. It's stupid. And, um, this is the ba- this is the base model. The okay. base model. This is the base model. Two hundred thousand dollar base model. Hello. We're going to talk Just about the record. things beyond base. Maybe next year, sometime. This is the base model. The base model will do Another zero reveal. to sixteen maybe one point nine seconds. Year. Okay. Or the year after. It'll, that, that is the fastest. This will be the first time that any car has broken two seconds at zero to sixty. Any production car. Why does that matter? It doesn't, except be, for one very important reason. It'll be the fastest reason. to 100 miles an hour. 4.2 seconds to 100 miles an hour. And Another plane in the background. <laughs> this was You're at an airport. The faster than that jet over there. Okay. Not uh, true. It'll do the quarter Those mile in 8.9 seconds. That's true. 8.9 seconds, quarter mile. Unbelievable. That's That's very this will be the first time that any car has broken 9 seconds. Any production car has broken 9 seconds in a quarter mile. That means I can get my ice cream from Trader Joe's to my house before the frost on the outside even melts. Bam! That's if you made a deposit, Robert. Did you make a deposit? <laughs> these are these are all how these are all world records. Okay, this is what we're achieving in the prototype. In the prototype, boys. In the prototype. Alpha. I wouldn't say what the actual top speed is, but it's above 250 miles an hour. Oh, thankfully, a car that goes 250 miles an hour. Oh, my goodness. Remember when I took yours to 100? The, the range. <laughs> yes. This is going to have a 200-kilowatt-hour battery pack. You were scared. 200-kilowatt-hour battery pack for a range of, wait for it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wait. Everybody calm I down. I only thought of you when this happened. Everybody keep calm. So, Great. 606. This is, these numbers sound nutty, but they're real. Um <laughs> 620-mile 600, range. That's a 1,000-kilometer range. This will be the first time an electric One vehicle breaks 1,000 kilometers. A production electric vehicle will travel more than 1,000 kilometers in a single charge at highway speed. What does that mean, Elon, though? What does it mean? But it only goes two miles when it's 250 miles an hour. <laughs> hmm. You'll be able to travel from L.A. to San Francisco and back at highway speed Inaccurate. without recharging. That is not enough mileage. It's not quite enough. It's more than 310 miles the, to San Francisco. The, the point of doing this is to just give a hardcore it's smackdown close. to gasoline cars. There's the reason. Hardcore Kaboom. smackdown. There's the reason. We're going to get back to it. We're going to discuss this. Why would you build this toy for billionaires? 
Driving a gasoline sports car is going to feel like a steam engine with a side of quiche. It's not I didn't funny even get it. That doesn't so make any sense. Three motors. So Steam it's all-wheel drive. Slow. Three motors. One motor in the front, two, and on, two on the rear. So Dude, what do they go together? Because you eat it slow. I said, Jerry, come out. It's all our battery pack. Stop. 10,000 newton meters of torque. If you know what that means, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't. And I it's don't still know. stupid. It sounds like oh, a lot. <laughs> um, it's also a four-seater. No, it's not. Yeah. For small people. <laughs> so it's a two plus two. Two plus two. Okay, you can't put giant people in the in the rear seat. Robert. But you will put. Or if Robert's okay, in the front seat. The giant person squashed, or a small small person. They Put in the back. Not even. Um, adorable. <laughs> so, really but it's small. a four seater. It's not like it's it's, it's like a this Porsche. is four seats. Um, it's uh, convertible. So I mean, it's they a, are uh, seats. Roofable roof. You um, can't sit in uh, them. And <laughs> it has the tons of storage. So you'll be able to like, actually travel somewhere, bring, bring luggage, bring whatever you want, um, and have plenty of storage, carry four people. Like, it's a real car. It's not just crammed in. Um, hey, honey, so it has all that let's take the roadster. With four seats. I'll drive you 250 miles an hour with somewhere. The kids. <laughs> on the Autobahn. Dude, does he think these people buy these cars to go on vacation? Like, somebody's like, let's take the Lambo over to Monument Valley. And available. Somebody does that. Expected to be available. Drive their Lambos to Rodeo Drive and So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he comes out with a roadster. This roadster is going to be the fastest production car ever uh, at uh, a quarter mile, at Mm -hmm. 0 to 60, at 0 to 100. It's Mm -hmm. going to have a range of over 600 miles, which makes me so happy. That 200 kilowatt hour battery. Mm -hmm. And immediately you ask yourself, why do you build this stupid car? Because it's going to be $200,000, And the reason you do that is because it makes headlines. Because because you can. You can. And because if you're trying to have a brand that's sexy, you have to have your really high-end, ridiculous car that everybody wants but nobody can afford. And then you sell a car that's $20,000. It's the same brand. It's like I've got the $250,000 car for $35,000 right. Model 3. So that's great for branding. That mm-hmm. really works well. It makes some people like, I thought you were going to make a car that was $15,000. This is part of the plan. You've got to keep your brand sexy. This the, is sexy. The other thing that it does is every time Automotive Weekly, Car and Driver makes an article about the world's fastest cars, Tesla's on the cover. Yes. So it's a lot of free advertising for a company who doesn't pay for advertising except for when they build supercars that cost uh, $250,000. And the margin here is going to be quite good. These yeah. are going to be the same thing again like we talked for the truck. You don't have to build a whole new factory. You just put these puppies right. together. Hey, Bob, Maria, uh, the four of you, go build a car. You can take a couple of weeks. It's fine. Because right. we're selling this for a quarter million dollars. Right. So he announced – okay, so let's get into a little bit of specifics. They let's announced do that. Let us two, do that. The, there's 1,000 founder series available. Correct. For two hundred and fifty thousand. Now, if you want one of those, Mel, this is what you'll have to do. Okay. Today, yes. you'll have to go online yep. and give them five thousand dollars to get all. to get in line. That's and right. within ten days, yes. you will have to wire them the remaining two hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. I have to pay for it up front for the founders edition. Now, I... if you only want the two hundred thousand uh, dollar regular version, which they did the not announce a a number version? limit. To, Correct, right? Yes. There's no, we don't know how many they made. However, they have made 2,450 approximately Gen 1 Roadsters, right? Or, or I wouldn't say Gen 1. I'd just say the first the version. The first, first version of the Roadster, right? Because there was actually four. So 250000 So for that, Mel, you will have to today go on and give them $5,000. And within 10 days, 
you will have to wire them another $45,000 to secure that reservation. Yes. So let me get this straight. He's on his I either phone. have I think to send them 250000 for a founder's edition or 50000 for the regular edition. That is let correct. Me, um, let me just uh, no. Okay, so that's two hundred and if if all one thousand of the founders' editions are are sold and spoken for, which I suspect they probably will be, that's a two hundred and fifty million dollar interest free loan to Tesla. If they sell a thousand of the two hundred thousand dollar versions for fifty thousand, you can pop another fifty million on that. So another yeah. three hundred million dollars, which the way they burn through cash is about two and a quarter months worth of sort of cash, which is not nothing. I'm not I don't say okay. that to like minimize it. I'm just sure. saying that like that gives them a little tiny bit more runway for the Model Three potentially to kind of get that up and going. Now that evening I was told by a lovely Tesla employee that if I wanted to ride in a Roadster, and I could, Mm -hmm. that all I would have to have done was pay the $250,000 in full that evening. Did you do it? That's what I was told. What? That's what she said. She said that you had to ride in the one at the event. I'm I'm just telling you what I was told, right? The other interesting thing that was super fascinating was as soon as they- How many gin and tonics did that person have? I don't- She- I don't, I believe I don't know that that's true. What? Yeah, I'll give you a ride right now. Give us two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So, so we had walked card. into another Whoosh. event area. They took us from one hangar to the next hangar yes. after the the thronging of of just a crush of people around the Roadster. Took us into another thing where they were offering test drives for the Model S's and the Model X's, not the Model Threes. Thank you very much. That was not that kind of event, yeah. right? And then. Uh, there was a an array of of iMac uh, computers set up with the website to pre-order your Roadster and or semi truck, whichever your inclination happened to be. Yes, and a gentleman speaking to everyone, myself included, as if it's cool. He was like, "Hey, buddy, if you'd like to make a deposit." You're welcome to give us $5,000 and then just wire. Like, it was very matter of fact. Yes. Here's here's the way to do that if you're interested. And there were a line of people signing up for them. Indeed, there were. And in fact, I went to one of the bench couches with cocktail tables with people that I know from the the Tesla Club. And I said, uh, you know, you guys can put down a reservation and buy a Roadster. And they, like, Three guys looked at me like, what? I said, yeah, they're taking reservations for the Roadsters. And they were like, you're kidding. I said, no, I'm not kidding. And they all got up and they all walked over to the screen and I followed them. And they whipped out credit cards and they put the money down. And it was just like that. And there was a line of people. I talked to an anesthesiologist in line. He says, you know, the only thing I'm concerned about is that I keep my health so that I can rive around in it when it comes out in three to five years. (laughs) Um, I don't think wow. they're going to have any yeah. problem selling a thousand of these. That is a stupid amount of money. They did the same thing with the Roadster One. Yeah, they sold. And this yeah. one is so much more better, oh practical. So much more better. Do you so think anybody that owns a a first Roadster edition yes. is now spending the thirty five thousand dollars for the battery upgrade? I talked to one of the guys in line who did. Yeah. Yes. So he's going to uh, have both. Yeah, he's already done it. He's already spent it. Tom, uh, if you can buy a $250,000 car, 
blowing thirty five thousand on a couple of batteries ain't no big deal, brother. <sighs> These people are money. quite it's, wealthy. They must be like how much? Okay, here's a good question. You could buy this time. I think I have a number. I, I you couldn't could, live in your house, but you right, could right, buy right. this. So this you is my question. I ask. I asked Stephen Peters this yes. question: How much money would you have to have in your bank account? How many times the two hundred and fifty thousand would you have to have to be comfortable? Mm-hmm. And he said ten times, which is two point five million dollars in the ba- in your checking and you know account. What? I think that plenty of the people that were there the last uh, Thursday night had that. Is that enough? If I had two point five million, I would still be very uncomfortable buying a quarter million dollar car on. Two years yeah, back. What if it was your sixth $250,000 car? I wouldn't be in this room with you people. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> so they were taking orders online and people were calling in yeah. to their buddies uh-huh. and back and forth yeah. to put orders in from abroad. Yeah. How many think were, were, were purchased from uh, the Saudi I Arabian? They Mitzalot? had to have sold 60 to 100 that night. You know how many rides they gave? So I got to ride in the car. Yeah. What? This is what I want to know. Bet so I'm bitchy. told time and time again by people, you cannot ride in this thing if you do not pay us to ride in it. But Robert, I left at 1030. Steve or Sean stayed after that because he was networking with a bunch of other YouTubers. And I asked Robert what time he left. He left at 1 a.m. after securing a ride in which he has a photograph of the car in maximum plaid. I could, I could, uh, Robert, you were in the car. I was in the car. That, I was in the semi. Car. We were in it for 630 miles. <laughs> I've just got a little quick piece that I can play here okay. so that you can hear kind of my 20-second reaction. But what was the circumstances behind which you got a ride in the thing? That's what I want to know because I would have probably stayed. <laughs> I put you- down $5,000 with a credit card, and I got a silver wristband. I read the terms. I can get my deposit back. So you actually did that? I did that. <laughs> you are the, I, the <laughs> I wanted to ride in the fastest production car uh-huh. in the history of planet. There's no way I'm going to get a ride in a $2.8 million Chiron. No. There's no way Although I'm going to get a ride. Happen. I know somebody a... who works for Bugatti. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, up. I'm game. I, I, I've always wanted to ride in like a McLaren. Uh-huh. Not going to get that. No. They barely let me sit in the freaking skeleton car up around Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills. Yeah. So, you know, I almost sat in an Aston Martin Vantage. So you didn't have to pay in full. You just had to put down a deposit. Did you put down a deposit for a founder's? There was. uh, No, I did not. Okay. No, there's like, there is no way on this planet that I could come up with $245,000 in 10 days. That's a lot of shifts. Have you already canceled? (laughs) No. What? So what what are the possibilities here? So I, I don't know. You want me to play this piece? I didn't read yes. the terms. Yes. So you didn't I don't read the know. terms? No, I didn't Robert, read the terms. Put $5,000 because... down to drive in this car. It's the best. I put five grand on a semi. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's already a lot of buzz, a lot of talk among Tesla club members about creating groups where maybe 10 people buy two cars. And you get to share it like a ride, oh, like a uh, timeshare, like jet suite kind of a situation. There's already let's car do clubs. that the three of us. <laughs> no, uh, we need a few more people. <laughs> let's get there's thirty a, friends. There's already a few clubs that do that, and uh, they're pretty successful. There, there's a lot of rules. It's not so like easy, fun, whatever. Right. But um, it's done. There is also getting referrals. 
Yeah. And I'm not sure, you know, I've got all of like one referral. Bjorn's up to, I watched a video from Bjorn Nyland who who's up to 46%, so about half. Yeah. And obviously we know Ben from Teslanomics has had his fully funded. Right. Bonnie, but he's, uh, he's on Bonnie the- Norman, who's big with the Northern California uh-huh. Tesla Club, although she moved out of state, has got like 34 referrals. Okay. I mean, people are really going and they've got till the end of the year. Yeah. So it's real possibility to get to that number. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you have to have a deposit down, I don't think that's part of it. So no, you probably just get one of those normal two hundred thousand dollars. I think it was great, but, but the other thing that you have to think about is right. If you today went to buy a fully loaded Model X, yes, you're going to pay one forty. Yeah, one forty, one fifty. Yep. So yep, yep. like, What's if you can pay one forty, you got another sixty somewhere. Yeah, but uh, the Model X, I got, uh, I got more seats in the uh, X. The X but is that actually doesn't, a practical. But that doesn't yeah, matter. But that doesn't matter. What if you don't right? take people around? Like, how many times have you had all seven of your seats filled up? Almost never would be my guess, except maybe recently. And I do understand that situation. And I'm not telling you to go out and buy one, but but I'm having this conversation with people, and they're like, "So you've got currently a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of Teslas, like so it's not it's a it's a re." Reach, but it's not a reach, 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 it's reach. It's not reach. a blowout. Right. If you could lease it, yeah, it would be a crazy lease. It'd be like a three thousand buck a month lease. They're not but, leasing them. Yeah, so they're asking for the cash. Oh, look, this is great. Some people are going to get these. There's going to be different ways. What what I'm interested in is both like the marketing. I think it's a great marketing idea. Mm-hmm. It's great for the brand, but also the tech. Mm-hmm. So they've broken through the hundred kilowatts in a car, which Elon uh, six months ago said will probably max out at that. Now that they've broken through that barrier. Will that trickle down to the other cars? That's what I want to know. Well, here's what I'll say. I want a 150-kilowatt battery and go 500 miles on a Model 3. I stood next to the gray one. I couldn't get through the clamor of people to get near the red one at any point. in The the gray one that actually had windshield wipers on it. The gray one that had windshield wipers on it. And size-wise... Uh, they could put 200 kilowatts in an S and an X. Size-wise, so, they could put 200 kilowatts in a Model 3. Let's be completely frank with you. But cost-wise, I don't. again, I don't know what the battery pack is costing to put in that car. It doesn't matter. I them. noticed when I sat in it, I did not have to drop my behind as low as in the first It's like roasters. double thick level? Exactly. It's a 100-kilowatt mm-hmm. battery pack. With another one stacked. stacked on top of it. So they can do this. And I'm going to make a prediction here. I bet you they're going to start selling in the future X's and S's with ultra battery packs. And I bet you that I'll sell a lot of them because idiots like me who won't sit down and actually do the math on it will go, yeah, I want I want 500 mile range. I always wanted 500 right, mile but range. That's I'm giving two, you another 50 grand. But that's potentially a $200,000 X. Yeah. No, I don't think a 200k battery is going to be that much more. I think if you look hey, at if you look this at, car is so much simpler. It has no Falcon wing doors. It does not. If no. you look at how much a Tesla Power Wall, 170 thousand dollar X. That's going to be a little bit too much. So I just want 150k. Give me 400 miles. <laughs> 145 thousand. See, I X. might be. St- Stupid enough to lease that. Ugh. I might be stupid enough. Then you're oh, so close to, to a roadster. I don't that want a roadster. I feel like if okay, if I don't you, want a roadster. Uh, it's then, a beautiful car. Then, maybe fast. He and I then the three of one. us can just go I into want... it together. I'll give fifteen twenty five thousand. Okay, you can go fifty seventy thousand. Right, okay. so we're up to ninety five, and you're on the hook for the well, the one oh five. I don't want a roadster. I I want you're somebody to well, a roadster. You're getting Tom a third of a roadster. Tom and I will drive most of the time. Yeah, you're getting a third of a roadster in this scenario, and this is the way we'll do. 
do it. We'll do it four months at a time so you really can get a feel for it instead of like one day, two day, three day. Like, Can I get a third of a $200,000 X that goes no. 600 miles? Can I get a third of that? Uh, that's so boring. This is why you it's get it. It's not a super god. Here we go. Here's why we get it. This is why you're going to get it. Oh. I didn't even see it. 76 miles an hour like that. Wow. How crazy is that? That's, that's enough to make you sick. Wow. 76 miles an hour. That was Robert, zero to 76 under, in no time. Under two seconds, more yeah. than likely. Right? Because Elon, Correct. again, he was being very conservative about that's his That's weird numbers. for Elon. <laughs> so that guy that was driving you said Emil. he was being super, super conservative. It goes yeah. far, much faster. It goes faster. It even has a higher top speed. Yeah. And, and that this, was the base number. The 1.9 was the base number, right. not the founder's number. This is the number. base model. And think about this. They gave... Did I say how many rides? 60. Over 60 rides. They didn't stop. This car kept going. The problem has been, and this is a kind of a chink. I'm going to throw a, I'm going to throw glass at you guys. What? Is that the problem with upgrading to like the P100D and going to ludicrous has been about this fuse and getting the right. electricity to flow the at a fast enough rate without burning things up. Now they've got a 200 kilowatt battery yes. flowing at an even higher rate to three motors mm-hmm. and they just ran it. Over and over and over and over. And when I was in the car, he said it's still got about 60% charge. They're going to, uh, I mean, it was warranty. driving like quarter, less than a quarter mile each time, though. I mean, it wasn't going right. distance, but it was just. But see, again, the, flat, the, the technology is dripping down to the other cars. Drippy, drippy, drippy. But, but oh. again, this is three Model 3 motors. Yes. Right? No, I think it's two of the high end Model S motors in the back and a high end front motor. So they've got like three big motors. Oh, I thought he said it was three three motors. It might be three because the only difference really is the permanent magnets, which might make the motors more efficient. But they have three pretty good sized motors in there. They might be the two of the three performance in the back and a regular three in the front. (laughs) The bottom line, though, is that this Alpha Mm -hmm. is working pretty darn good. Was it comfortable? It was. It was very comfortable. comfortable. Very pretty cool. Unfortunately, as I got home, my neck started getting so sore. Yeah. And by the morning, at least the ibuprofen had kicked in. Because I heard him saying, like on other videos I saw, it was like, "Put your head back." Yeah, he told you, "Put your head against the." And there's two speedometers, one in front of each seat, and it's a little like a one centimeter tall by six centimeters wide little display that gives you the speed. I I couldn't even focus on it, and. I said, you know, why the two speedometers? He goes, because if you're in the passenger seat trying to look over at my speedometer, you're going to hurt your neck. Yeah. So they put two speedometers. And for if you and if you bought a supercar that you're putting your friends in, you want them to know how fast you're going. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Looks that's straight. like that's all part of the the deal, right? Like yeah. we're going 200 miles. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I've got to go. I'm going to have to let you guys finish. All right. This show is very very long, but oh so good overall. If they can pull all this stuff off. Tesla's going to win. But you know who came out and said they're not going to win? This is a failure. This is a disaster. They're going to run out of money. Not seeking alpha. Our friend uh, Lutz from GM. He said they're going to run out of money. This is all crap. Um, It's all going to go away. But I bet you you 20 bucks he put uh, $50,000 down. (laughs) Okay, the real question is, are we going to continue this show and move on to a supercharger update and then other stuff? Like, uh, well, we but gonna... just before I leave, I'm, you guys can decide whether you're going to do letters and all that stuff, which I think you should do really quickly. But Kettleman, I'm going to Kettleman tomorrow. I'm yeah. going to video and I'm going to send video. it to you. I dropped a, a link in here for video. I know you can do. See you, everybody. Herbert's got to go.
By lots, novice. lot of stuff going on, but it was great to be back, even if just for today. But I'll be back again, don't you worry, Herbert Huff. Well, I'll wait with bated breath. So we've talked about the semi. We've yes. talked about the roadster. Yes. It seems a little bit anticlimactic to continue to talk about other things. But let's finish the show how we always do the show with a supercharger update from you, Robert, because yeah. people want to know about the supercharger. Now, you're going to eventually have to do a supercharger slash megacharger update, but true. not yet. Yeah, no, I couldn't prepare for that hey, one. Hey, Tom, before I go, can you turn it off when yeah, you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yep. Sorry. I, I know Sorry. how audition Continue works. Continue on. All right. I'll be at good. Kettleman tomorrow. Did All I right. say that? Yeah. Kettleman. Voxes. Enjoy. Enjoy. It's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, goodbye. Kettleman. Get the hell out of here. The next sound you hear with me. No, please leave. <laughs> no, leave. Thank you. It's been great. Don't you have any cheese? All right. So, okay, Robert. So we talked about the semi. Yes. We talked about the Roadster. Yes. We're going to go into letters, but before we go into letters, we're going to talk about the most favorite thing that people have, and that is the Supercharger Update. There are other stories that we would love to cover, but I feel like I'm losing my energy, and we're, it would be very anticlimactic. This has been an exciting, exciting week for the both of us. I wish I was smart enough to have put the 5K down. I was not. So, Robert, Supercharger Update. Supercharger update. It's a moderate week for superchargers. I feel like the weatherman when I do this now. <laughs> We've got uh, eight open superchargers, eight new superchargers. That's four in the United States. Now, if you follow the superchargerinfo.net website, there might be a little confusion. You might say, no, 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 there's nine. But in reality, the Baker supercharger, that's the other 40-stall California supercharger that is coming online. Somebody got there. They started to pull some juice. They said, it's open. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that the meter that the utility company installs on the electric panel mm -hmm. hadn't even been installed yet. Ah. So basically they were sucking like photon energy. They were sucking panel energy ah. and it didn't go up very high. They're like, why isn't it really oh, charging well? The solar panels weren't charging well. Well, the solar panels did not provide enough power. Hmm, they yeah. didn't. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're confused about that, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> so in the United States, there are four open supercharger. We have a Canadian, a South Korean, a Chinese, and an Irish supercharger. That could be a good joke. Probably get me in a lot of trouble. Yeah, let's not do that, Joe. So again, the Baker Supercharger is not open. So if you're planning on going there, you best watch very carefully the Tesla mm -hmm. uh, symbol in your car or watch the on the Tesla Motor Forum discussion page. I did put in a public safety announcement because oh. the Baker Supercharger the string, the thread of comments is like stretching into like, you know, 14 pages. But somebody said, well, you know, if you're there, the Dairy Queen or whatever it is that's next to the property is a real dump. You mm -hmm. don't want to go there. And this guy says, no, I'll just stay in my car. And another one says, well, just walk over to the Mad Greek. Oh, the best. So I put in a picture of the Mad Greek. It's lovely. And I noted that they are open 24-7. Mm. They evidently have nice bathrooms. They do. But the public safety tip is this. Bring a flashlight if you're going to walk over in the dark because the road is not well lit and it is, quote, somewhat treacherous. Yeah, we talk about Baker a lot and we talk about the Mad Greek a lot. Baker is just a strip of gas stations and restaurants right. that's about, you know, a mile or two long. There's not a whole lot there. It's so near Zizix. So be very, very careful when going around that area. But I could not recommend the Mad Greek higher. 
Construction, we have nine superchargers under construction, four in the United States, two in Norway, a Spanish, a Canadian, and a Swedish. Again, I'm just aching to do a joke. you're not. But I'm holding back. But the Calabasas one near us is under permit now, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, three in permit, two in the States and in Norway. Very exciting. Kettleman City, Mel's going there. We're going to hear something, maybe even before... The show drops. He'll throw something in. I wonder. That'd be exciting. So there's a fellow on YouTube. He goes by the moniker ITS. Mm. I don't know if that's his initials, but if it is, I'll just say, I, thanks for putting up this video because he does like a 20 minute walkthrough from the superchargers into the lounge, shows you the keypad. You have to put in a little code. He's a Tesla owner. He is a Tesla okay. owner. I think this is white. I, I think. There were a lot of white Teslas yeah, there that day. And so he goes in. He kind of turns right. He goes past a solar panel display mm-hmm. and a power wall display. And he rounds mm-hmm. the corner, Tom, and mm-hmm. you won't believe what's there. What's there, Robert? There is an espresso bar with a barista, a humanoid barista. I, wonder, I don't think she could have been Android. I didn't actually get I wonder that what close kind of coffee they're pouring over there at the old Tesla supercharger. I would love to know. Yeah, well, wouldn't it be nice if it was like Emporio or Blue Bottle? Oh, it would be great. Or James. There's so many good ones now. I had Handlebar the other day, which you might like because of your Handlebar mustache. That's I've got to get some. Local sandal. But it doesn't mean Handlebar mustache. It's bike handlebars. That's but, fine. But still. Biking and coffee go together nicely. They do, yeah. So I put up the link to his YouTube video. Mm-hmm. It's a nice walkthrough. Uh, maybe Tom. Uh, maybe Tom. Maybe Mel. <laughs> We're getting good at this. <laughs> We're getting tired. Yeah. Maybe Mel will do another walkthrough uh-huh. video that will supplement in some way. Yeah. He does make a calculation, Mr. Mm-hmm. ITS, that there's 250 kilowatts of solar canopies. So you could charge two and a half 100D uh, cars. In an hour. In an hour. Yeah. That's cool. Well, you got 40 slots. Yeah. We only need... What, 12 and a half times yeah. more? A lot more. But that's yeah. okay. I mean, we'll get there. The The land out there is not that expensive. No, 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 no. It'll be great. So, okay. So now we're going to get to the letters. Letters. Because that's the Supercharger update. There are other things we want to cover. We will try to cover them in next week's show. There's some interesting things out there. We'd like to, again, send another thank you to our guests, not our guests, to our hosts that allowed us to go to the semi-event Sean Mitchell on my account, and for you, Stephen Peters, who was, again, the world record holder for distance in a Tesla at one point or another. Lovely gentleman, and we cannot thank you enough. It was really nice to meet you. It was also really nice to meet all of the rest of the Tesla YouTubers. Who we didn't meet was Fred. I didn't yeah. see Fred, he and I didn't see Gene, and I bet both of them right. were there. Yeah, and I would Gene have liked like to have an s- office right uh, nearby. Right, I would have loved to have seen both of them. Yeah, I hung out with Eric. I saw Rolf. I've got a couple of clips on the nice. on the audio. We can maybe throw those in. It was okay. fun. It's always fun yeah. to gather with other Tesla people mm-hmm. because we have the same, you know, interests and the the same well being at heart. Exactly. So the first letter comes from Doug Ingram. Superchargers. Superchargers. He talked about the superchargers in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And actually, there were not just two, but three that went into service. Mm. He talks about how uh, you could have traveled the I-90, even though these hadn't been opened. Mm-hmm. But it's better that they have more superchargers closer together for folks with the Model 3 and for lower kilowatt hour yeah. battery Teslas. And he's coming to LA and he thinks he's going to use 25 more superchargers on his trip. So that's pretty cool. 
And he did manage to get up to 117 kilowatts of oh, charge, yeah. but he did not manage to take a photo. But thank you so much for the letter. The next letter comes from Greg Stehulak. Nice job. Yeah, he wrote it out for us. Which I think was that's why Mel nice. ran away really quickly. <laughs> yeah, because like before it, he could have been here two minutes longer. So uh, he liked Mel's semi episode, and he asked, "Why does Tesla need to sell the semi?" And he says every auto manufacturer he knows has a fleet of trucks transporting parts to their assembly plant and needs a different fleet for finishing cars. Mm -hmm. So Tesla does have its own internal built-in market for these things, but that's not going to be what's driving this semi-program ah, over it. Oh, that's driving. a good one. Yeah, I did that. Nice. I didn't even realize I was doing that. But thank you again for the letters. Kevin Rapf is talking about supercharger speed, saying he's we've been plastered with emails. And we have. But he's saying superchargers are 135 kilowatts spread over the two pedestals. Right. And the max anyone can accept is 120 kilowatts, which is usually lower. And he says at one point he showed up at a supercharger and was getting a high rate of speed. Of charge. Yeah, like 118 kilowatts. And then the next person plugged in, and there weren't other superchargers for that person to pull into. So then they shared, and it kind of, his stayed uh, pretty constant, and the other person's was low to begin with. But then as his SOC went up, state of charge, things started to kind of balance out, which right. I thought was kind of interesting. But thank you very much for that letter. And he is also going to crush. His car. That was awesome news. Yeah. So he has an old van, and we have uh, inspired him to not let it on the road. So that's pretty His cool. This is a 93 Ford. He calls it a scrapper. Oh, maybe that's <laughs> the scrapper will give him money. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Take it out of service. It's really not very good for the environment. Okay. Awesome. And uh, and he had a, a couple more stuff. I. I'm kind of tired now. Where are we at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's keep going. We'll talk about John Steen. So here's the ironic letter right. of the week. This is about an electric ocean vessel. So he works in ocean shipping, and he just saw this article about an electric ship, which I clicked on, maritime-executive.com. This Chinese shipyard made a battery-powered ship with 2,400 kilowatt hours of lithium ion batteries, <laughs> the same amount as about 30 high-end Tesla Model S's, and it recharges in two hours. Isn't which that is amazing? Pretty, pretty amazing. It doesn't talk about how long its range is. However, it's just long enough. The weird ironic thing, none of this is ironic so far, except for what this boat does is carry coal yeah. down a river. It's got, it charges just enough <laughs> to carry the coal down the river. To a power plant. So they take oh it, they God. charge it, they bring the coal to the power plant, and the power plant, so... <sighs> Amazing. And they're doing this partly because the Pearl River Delta Water Network is one of the highest pollution and highest consuming energy bulk carrying areas in China. So they can't breathe because they're bringing coal down to the f power plants, but yeah. they'll use... Electric. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole situation. And life, then the life next is thing stranger than fiction. comes to us via Twitter from Jeff uh, Lugels. I'm going to just throw, go out on a limb and say that. And they're talking about this Dubai Autonomous Transportation Strategy, which is a really cool video on YouTube. It'll be in the show notes, so check it out. And uh, 
25% of trips in Dubai would yeah. be with piloted and by these, these pods. I don't know pods. if you watch this thing, but these pods are pretty cool. They like you go along and then another pod clicks to it. And then if you want to make a left turn, you move into another pod. It tells you in your seat like, hey, move into this pod. And then that pod separates and moves off to the left. So kind of a pretty cool little system. And then Mel, I don't know if you watch this, but Mel posted a video. He got a call from his wife right. that... She backed the ex into the fence at his house. That happened a while ago. And you shoot and you say to yourself, how do you back a car with all kind of sensors into your own personal and fence cameras, yeah. and cameras and stuff like that? Uh, so we got that letter from them. And, and I watched. Well, it turns out the positioning of the camera and yeah. the sensors don't really tell the whole story. It's not jibing. No. Although, so that's a pretty big amount of damage on Mel's least ex. He didn't seem too rushed to uh, fix it. We got a few other folks that commented about the semi-truck reveal. Adam, Adam Wood, yep. Bill Lumberg, and Matt Obadiah. Again, we super duper appreciate all these emails. Uh, he was, Matt was confused about the windshield glass roof thing and whether or not in the premium package, I'm, I'm assuming for the Model 3, yeah. the glass above the driver and passenger is a sunroof or if they'll be offering a sunroof option. I don't think we know that information yet, do we? I think there's either going to be a glass roof above the driver's head or a solid roof above the driver's head. I think those are the current two versions. Okay. And it's only a small, maybe two or two and a half foot uh, front to back piece of glass mm -hmm. because the front windshield comes back quite a ways right. and the rear window comes back a great way yeah. ways. So we'll see, you know, things for the three are kind of still in flux. Yeah. I think it depends on which robots cooperate and which ones don't. Yeah. I mean, I think eventually we'll probably see all of those things on the S moving on the three. I'm sorry, moving forward. There will be lots of changes. We're getting very tired here as well. Pavel like. Halabala. Nice. He wrote back to us. He gave us the uh, example of taking a piece of paper and folding it. Uh -huh. How many times you have to fold it to uh -huh. reach the moon? A magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the and answer to the the ultimate question of the universe. Right. And then he 42. corrected me yet again on my snowball incorrectedness. So yeah, we definitely true. appreciate all of that. Thanks again for the letter. Greg Stahulak. Matt Black Semi. So the difference in the two semis is the... This is in response to Mel's video. Yes. Asking what's the difference in the two trucks. The difference in the trucks is the height of the air fairing, which we discussed. Uh, the matte black will be used when carrying something short and dense like steel or a milk tanker. That would be cool. I wonder milk. if any company ironically, we'll use a Tesla Semi to deliver fossil fuels. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, mobile yeah. buys a whole fleet of them to move yeah. gas trucks. I could see some oil and gas uh, organization doing that as just kind of a thumb up. Super ironic. Yeah. And then we got from Christy Morgan, Kettleman City. She says it's open, although she only got 62 kilowatts at a state of charge of 73 but she's giving us the heads up that it's open, and that is great news. I'm looking forward to hearing what Mel has to say. In fact, I might go just dash away in the back of his car so he doesn't know, so I'll get there and I'll That'll see be, it. That would be pretty awesome. So one question she had is, who's putting down a roadster reservation? We've answered that question. That would be Robert. But he's going to get his money back. Yeah, I think everybody uh, who's listening today, if yeah. you are on the fence for mm -hmm. buying an S or an X, this is the time to pony up and support 
yourself, the planet, <laughs> and me by using my code Robert3177. And, you know, if I can get like five or 10 referrals in the next eight days, then there's a, a strong chance that I might actually pay the rest of the money because then I would, you know, keep my space in line uh -huh. unless they give the YouTuber referral people uh, a jump in the line. I wonder how that works. Interesting. But yeah. do you, so you think that like how you would, would you pay a hundred thousand dollars for the roadster if you got to 49% of uh, referrals? Well, in two years from now, um, people got to get busy, man, because it's like I gotta end start of working December. Like crazy. Right. So, I mean, you could use Robert, but it's an odd number day. So it's really leaning 9,300 that you want to <laughs> use if you're going to buy a car anytime soon. So Joshua has been listening to the last couple of weeks and he says to keep up the good work without Mel. We tried and then Mel showed up today, which we're very, very grateful for. So it was nice to have him back with us, if only for a day. Well, that was a great show. I enjoyed myself. We had so much to talk about. We did. We had a lot of fun together. I really, really, again, I could not tell you how much I enjoyed hanging out with you at the event. I wish that we would have been next to each other during the reveal. We got separated. I, I know. It's like the, the one Titanic going down and right. you get separated. And because I was streaming the whole time, I was really limited in what I could do. I couldn't text you. I couldn't answer any right. of your texts. I could not turn my phone off to do anything else. So... Uh, it turns out I need a second phone if I'm going to go to one of these events or just right. to be more prepared for streaming. So I wasn't really prepared to stream. It was really right. an ad hoc situation yes. that I just realized that the I'm glad I did it. Again, mm -hmm. we had eight or nine hundred people watching the stream and chatting at any given time and have since had thirty five thousand views. So if you want to go and like us on our Twitter channel. You can watch that video. It's still up. You can watch the whole thing. I recommend scrubbing through a lot of it. You can see Ben talking about his roadster. And uh, Robert, we'll see you next week. I'll just leave you with this. Oh. I didn't even see it. Robert in a roadster. That's, that's enough to make you sick. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like our podcast. Yeah, no, everybody loves us. All right, buddy, I'll see We're you next out. week. Have a nice week. Thank you. Talking Tesla is a production of Fully Boo Incorporated. Hosted by Mel Herbert, Tom Wolfson, and Robert Rosenberg. Edited by Eliza Jane Barnes. And produced by CC Herbert and Mel Herbert. To support Talking Tesla, go to patreon.com forward slash talking Tesla. To find our referral codes, go to talkingtesla.net forward slash about. And finally, if you love the show, go write us a review on iTunes.